Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I am excellent. How are you? I'm living the dream. Let's talk about our sponsor tonight, You Can. We're back with some You Can. Uh, can I just jump right to the squeezies? Yes, squeezies. <laughs> um, so You Can is, I'm so glad that they're back with us. They they have an awesome uh, carbohydrate product that kind of keeps you fueled, pre-workout, mid-workout, post-workout, on the go, snackies. But um, my, my most excited kind of moment is talking about the squeezies because lately I've been like not really into food, which is the weirdest thing in the world for me to say. Right. But just, I don't know, maybe it's because my stomach is like up by my rib cage now and it's like being compressed by a baby and is like a third of the size. So like, I don't know, food and, and bars and granola and all that stuff that I used to eat for energy, it kind of has been turning my stomach um, and not making me feel good, but the, the edge packets or what I lovingly refer to as the squeezies have been an awesome way to supplement. Cause they don't like fill you up and make you feel gross. Well, so I'll tell you what I love about them. And this is the no BS. I know this is sponsored pills, but like I use these things religiously because they're 70, they're like 70 calories and I track yeah. everything I eat and I don't hit the wall in a workout. And as a 50 year old athlete, cause I do a lot of endurance stuff. Like most of my workouts, like the one I did today was 50 minutes long. It was long, you know, and I take one before and I never hit the wall ever. Mm-hmm. And I've never taken anything else that allows me to do that. And to your point, like, I also don't like taking things that make me fill up. Like I don't, I don't like doing pre-workouts cause then I got to go pee like three or four times. And like, I don't like all that. I like to feel light and they are perfect for that. So and it tastes good, which is even yeah. It tastes it does taste really good. I feel like in general, like the Ucan products and people people like are afraid of carbs, but carbs give you energy, people. And this is what we do when we work out and we need that. And I just feel like the super starch blend that is in the Ucan products, it just helps me feel like stable. Like I have energy and I'm not hungry and my blood sugar is even and I don't crash. And that is like so much better than you know having a quick carb or having like a a protein shake that's full of sugar or something like that. Yeah. And it doesn't give you the jitters. It's not like yeah. one of those jittery pre-workouts where you get it, your skin gets all tingly. And I know we all love that. And it's awesome. <laughs> I actually hate that. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love to mix pre-workout right into my coffee and just smell Ugh. colors. It's amazing. But it's your heart explodes. Yes. Thank but you can doesn't do that. It just gives you con- a constant energy stream and it's perfect. I love it so much. Um, so we have a link, right? The link in your bio will go directly to uh, help you save some muns at youcan.co. That's U-C-A-N dot C-O. There's no M. This is not a dot com situation. Yeah, it's no, a dot co situation. Dot co. Um, and yeah, yeah, save on your first order and, you know, don't crash or get jittery or see colors or okay. spell colors, whatever yeah. you said. <laughs> You can see colors just fine. Yeah, go get your squeezies, go get your protein bars, uh, get it all. It's all good stuff. All right. Well, with that, on to the show. um, Give everyone a little background. So when did we meet Dale? It's been forever at this point. A couple of years? Yeah, yeah, at least a couple of years. I know we we got to meet at the Arnold three years. Oh, yeah. That would have been through Tommy with um, Tango Tango Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's uh, who introduced us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good times. I'm sure there was a few cocktails involved. I was just a young meme lord at that time, Nikki. <laughs> young baby little meme lord. I had like 30,000 followers. Like, Did people know you? Like, did you remember for a while you weren't showing your face? Well, so funny story from that Arnold. So, yeah, I, um, I think if I remember right, maybe I had just started to show who I was. Rich Froning knew who I was because I'd talked to him several times. And um, God, who else was there? Uh, Margo was there, right? And so Margo and Rich and Dan Bailey and Lauren, what's her name? Fisher. Fisher, thank you. We're all doing um, a meet and greet. And Margo knows me, like knows me like on site, right? And so I come walking up at this meet and greet and Margo's like, John, it gives me a big hug. And Rich knows me. So he shakes my hand and Rich like turns to Dan Bailey and goes, Oh, this is the make what's grading in guy. And Dan Bailey and his banana hands like grabs my shoulder 
and like pulls me in close to me. He's like, Oh, are you that guy that makes fun of us? And I'm like, um, yes. Um, yes Sorry. Well, it was right after his knee surgery. So I'm literally sitting there thinking, all right, I'm going to have to kick him in his knee and run because he won't be able to chase me. Like, what else am I going to do? You know, but he was very nice. Lauren Fisher looked at me like, who the hell is this old guy? She had no clue who I was. It was great. So, yeah, it was fun. But I met Dale there and we were right. If I remember right, we were um, right over by Tango's booth were, were the adaptive group and they were doing a competition. That was the, kind of my first experience getting to see some of this, you know, some team assembly required and seeing what they do. And I was blown away by it. And Dale and I have stayed in contact ever since. We just kind of know each other ever since. And yeah, I was uh, I was immediately starstruck. He 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 did have a, like a a cloak of mystery about him, and so our, our mutual friend Tommy was like, "Dale, hey, that's uh, that's the Make Watts Great Again guy." And I was like, "That's that's that's him. That is the Make Watts Great Again guy." And so uh, it's still I had a beer, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm too shy to go up and talk to him." So I had to have one more beer. I was like, "Dude, huge fan." Oh my God, that's so sweet. I signed his this was like 30,000 follower, John. This wasn't even like getting blocked by Castro, John. This was. Uh, I know, right? Early, early John wasn't even make Wads great again. Was it, was it still? It wasn't still CrossFit Trump then, though. It was. I'd already changed. No. That yeah, you had just switched. You just switched. I had just changed it. Yeah, it was still pretty new for the most part. So. Well, Go ahead. It's all you. Well, I was just, I was going to ask Dale. So Dale, you, you have sort of a hand in so many different aspects of the CrossFit community, but your title that kind of makes you a representative of the region in terms of the affiliate, is that a a newer situation? And, And what does that mean when it comes to, you know, like how you sort of are the boots on the ground in the affiliate area around your States? Yeah. So it started, uh, in, Forgive me, I have no recollection of time or day. Everything seems like it was last week, but uh, I would say within the last year, probably, um, you know, kind of during the COVID thing, uh, this was something that had been wanting to push for a while. And it was essentially an initiative by CrossFit to figure out a way to like, okay, well, how can we help more affiliates on the ground? Uh, so they, it, and John, it may have been a uh, I don't know if this was a Dave thing or a Greg thing or an Eric thing. I can't remember who actually pulled the trigger on it. Um, so they just kind of put an all call out to the community. Hey, who who do you think would be a good field rep? And they kind of broke districts down geographically. And uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to be, to be chosen. And then um, my boss's lady named Danielle and, and she called me one day and uh was like, hey, we'd love for you to see if you're interested in this position. I was like, uh, yeah, of course, I'd love to do this. And I was like, well, what do I do? And we're like, well, we're going to kind of develop it and figure it out as we go. But basically, um, so I represent uh, the affiliates in Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Tennessee. So um, I'm down in southern Ohio in the tri-state area of Ohio, Kentucky, and West Virginia, so those are all, all my people. And, um, I've owned an affiliate for a long time and essentially like, so our job is just to be a conduit between home office and boots on the ground without, with, but be in that position as an affiliate owner. So we know what it's like and, uh, the struggles that are going through and just being a, being an actual face that, Hey, if somebody needs something from CrossFit, they can contact us and we know who to point in the right direction to get the, get their uh, questions answered. I, I think that was a Dave thing. If I remember I think right. So. I think, I yeah, think so. I think cause I, if I remember right, there were a lot of jokes that they broke everything off into like into sections and it looked a lot like the hunger. Yeah, like, like yes. Hunger games. Yeah. That was a lot. Yes. Yeah. Of course you remember this time period by meme. Yeah, well, of course. Well, look, they've got a lot. They've got a lot done in his forty-eight hours as CEO. I mean, you know, let's give him, let's give him big credit. It's great. I had to work that in, Nikki. Sorry, I, I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> it was too easy. Um, was too easy. I have. I am like made of questions though for Dale because part of part of what um, John was thinking too when he when he invited you on the show is uh, we know that things are still really hard 
out there yep. for a lot of gyms for, for CrossFit affiliates. Yes. But also for a lot of different types of fitness centers. And like, you know, we're still healing from the really weird year we had where buildings were closed and businesses were shut down and people were <laughs> driving, driving themselves nuts at home and they were weirdly motivated, but there was no fitness equipment. It was just the weirdest year. And so I'm so curious to know from your perspective, like, what are some of the things that affiliates have been reaching out to you about or asking you for help on, or like, how have you helped, you know, some, some gyms get back on their feet or stay on their feet or whatever? Like what just, what has that conversation been like for you recently? Yeah. Um, it really kind of depends on where you're at on the timeline wise, because uh, it's, it was scary. Uh, you know, we're talking like March, 2020, you know, March, April, May, that period was like in, in Ohio, like we fortunately got away, um, not impacted that much because was, I think it was like two months of a mandated shutdown. Um, but um, like everyone else, like some guys just got allowed to be open within the last two months. Um, so it, it, it became a, a survival mode kind of deal. And there's all kinds of tactical issues like, you know, rent release, uh, just all kinds of stuff. But the main thing was the biggest thing that we were able to do was let guys know they weren't alone because you, you, you take on the burden of your members. Your members had to be shut down at home alone. You are trying to navigate your staff yourself <laughs> as surviving on top and never before in our history had this had this ever happened and that was a really good thing that hey we we may have not known the best thing to do but we were able to talk to one another call one another and just say hey this is this is some experiences that i've been going through this is what i did this is what worked and didn't work um and just being able to say, you know, we're here and that we care um, was kind of, kind of the biggest thing. Mm. Do, you, do you guys have a sense how many of the affiliates are still really struggling? Like, I, and I'm wearing chalk up at around an article this week that said 80% of gyms are still struggling. Now, that's all gyms. And CrossFit has been pushing this CARES Act, which is supposed to funnel money back into mm-hmm. into gyms. But do you guys have a sense of how many have gone out of business due to COVID? How many have you know, are kind of on the bubble. Do you have any of those metrics at all? I, I wish I could, could answer that for you. I, I don't know personally. Um, but one thing that I, I do know for sure is I've been working with Brett. Uh, he works kind of on the governmental affairs on the CrossFit side of the house. And I've met with both senators in Ohio and actually last week met with our local congressman, um, to let them know about the Gems Act. It's actually one of the few bills that have bipartisan support in the Senate and both in the House. Um, because if you look at it, the and don't quote me on this, but the gym, not just CrossFit, but small boutique micro gyms across the country have seen a five time worse closure rate than bars and restaurants. Um, mm-hmm from, from COVID and, and rightfully so those guys have been, have seen relief for those. And, um, that's one of the things CrossFit and Brett, I mean, that guy doesn't get a lot of credit himself, but Brett really is the guy that's taken the ball and like literally gone to Capitol Hill and knocked on doors to try to get, uh, this, I think it's, I forget the HR name of it, but it's showing really good progress. Um, to be introduced and hopefully get passed. So, so we can get not just a loan, not just like PPP is great, but a lot of affiliates are set up on a sole owner and 1099. So that only goes so far, but it sucks, man. It, to hear guys struggle. Um, it's not, it's not fun for sure but we're, we're trying to do our best. You know, what's been interesting to me about this CARES Act, I, I did a post a few weeks ago of support, I might add. You know, I, when CrossFit sent out the emails and said, hey, notify your senators and, you know, house reps and all that. I'm like, all right, you know, I have a decent following. I'll put a message out on it. So I did an actual post, not just a story thing. Like, hey, 
reach out to your, and literally all I said was reach out to your Congress people, you know, mm-hmm. let them know you want to support CrossFit gyms. And I got kind of low key blown up. Like people pissed off that I was asking the government, you know, or saying we should ask the government for help. And I, and it made me start to wonder, like, are you guys catching as, you know, people working with affiliates, are you guys catching grief for this at all? Or, or is this just the internet, you know, doing a typical. With that certain scenario, I'd say that's a very vocal minority that were, that was spoken Good. up. Like, who, who doesn't want to support small independently owned. Yeah. That like, I'm, it, I'm confused by that, John, like blowing you up and saying like, why, what, what is the downside of that? Uh, all right. So you, you kind of get it from both sides. You get, you, you got the group of people that are still, still angry at the government for shutting people down. And I got to keep them like, I'm trying to keep in oh, mind that a lot okay. of these people are either in areas that are still closed because they have an international following, not just a local following. Right. And so a lot of them, let's say you're in California, that's just now reopening you know, at this point, they're bitter. They're not just pissed. They're bitter. They've been closed for a long time. And to Dale's earlier point, you know, they're financially ruined probably. And, and, and so they're, they're judging people for bowing to the government and saying, Hey, you know, they're saying, Hey, you should have stood up and said, I won't close, you know, hindsight's Mm -hmm. 2020. So there was like a big group of people like that, that were annoyed. There was a big group of people coming in the comments that were, um, you know, annoyed that you've got small business owners who should be smartly running their business asking for tax dollars. You know, that's a separate argument altogether. You know, and then you've got the nut cases. You, there's always the nut cases, you know. That's so, the internet's full of them. Yeah, internet's full of those. But it, so it made me start thinking, like, because I posted it thinking, who follows me that wouldn't support an affiliate? I mean, right. if, if there's anything I have not made fun of over the course of the three years, it's affiliates. Like I'm all in on defending CrossFit, you know, as particularly as a brand and and a lifestyle and a fitness method, you know. And so I was just really shocked at how many CrossFitters were kind of opposed to this bill, you know, even to your point, Dale, if it's a vocal minority. So it's good to hear that they're not blowing you guys up over it. No, no, it, it's one of those things, man, like uh, what – what I've learned is through other ventures I've been involved in, um, no matter what you, no matter what your intentions are, the internet is just there's a lot of angry people out there who uh, like for example going back to Team Summit Somebody Required, my uh, my buddy lost his leg in Afghanistan, and we're going like 2011 2012 timeframe, so he was one of the first guys to like. The really the term adaptive athlete wasn't kicked around back then. Um, So he, as an adaptive athlete, he competed in a quote unquote able body competition and he's missing a leg and the workout was uh, Linda. So three bars of death. Mm -hmm. And the YouTube video that I took with my non Apple phone, by the way, do not get like, I don't want to hear anything about me not having an iPhone. I get it enough already. Okay, uh, I'll keep my mouth shut, but I am judging you. Yes, I'm. I'm not even silently judging you. I'm. <laughs> but they went on YouTube like a hundred thousand views, and a a good part of them were critiquing his form. <laughs> I'm like, he has no leg. Like, what? He's not going to execute the best deadlift with with no leg. Um, so. I've just learned that, you know what, man, people feel they need to express their opinion, no, no matter how valid it is. But, and, and, you know, the other side is, so what's CrossFit supposed to do? Not introduce legislation to help their affiliates? Right. Right. Exactly. Is that the better response? Yeah, that was my argument. Right. Right. It's all those people that are coming in there being like, well, it never should have whatever. Okay. But it did. And here we are. So like what, what is the best step forward? And can we just come together to help save these small businesses that are, by the way, out here trying to save people's lives through health and fitness for God's sake. (laughs) Like, come on. (sighs) 
Well, I think that's been the main thing I've been trying to figure out is, is, you know, how many still need our help at this point? Like I, Mm -hmm. I was surprised the number was so low. I mean, this is a morning chalk up number, so I don't, I don't even know where they're pulling it from, but I thought 20% sounded low. If I'm being honest, I thought it would be more like 30, 40% of these gems would be financially struggling at this point. You know, some of our States being like Ohio, Dale makes a great point. You know, Ohio has been, you know, pretty, I don't want to say we've been loose, but our gyms have been open. Like right. my gym closed for a month and then we were reopened and we've been open ever since. And so, you know, we certainly lost members. Like they've lost a lot of members and I think they're still just as I'm doing kind of the head count, you know, when I show up there on, you know, my, you know, four or five days a week, I can certainly see where they've lost people, but you know, there's no way they're in worse position than these affiliates in Canada for instance, yeah. that are still closed. Well, and, and what people don't understand too is, you know, if they just want to look at a head count. So, you know, we were lucky, like it was months, six weeks, whatever that was. <clears throat> well, you know, myself, uh, you know, I can just talk for myself, but you know how much uh, cost we've incurred since then for a sanitary protocol? Mm. Do you know how much we we have to uh, we have to limit our operational capacity per class based upon guidelines passed by the state and oh by the way i forked over a significant amount of money to build an outdoor pavilion onto my facility to accommodate for the operational capacity i lost right. so sorry i'm getting fired up but no this um, is important <clears throat> so yeah you might just look like okay well they don't need any outside relief but you have no idea like, and, and people, if you don't run an affiliate, you don't know, you don't know how hard it really is. No one opens an affiliate because it's a get rich quick scheme. <laughs> no, they don't. No. What? No. You don't even get like, uh, you like innovates. You don't even get a pair of innovates, John, like that as an affiliate, like that's. They should. Okay, Dale, that's what you need to petition for as the representative of your little like area. It's like, all right, affiliates need owners need one new pair of shoes a year. As like a, one. John, as a company man, I'm gonna have to push for nobles, but uh of course. I yeah, you know, I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't say otherwise. But uh, no, should. I I just think it's funny because you you're parroting what I say all the time. Like nobody opens an affiliate to get rich. If you and if you think you're getting rich from opening an affiliate, you're a fool. You're like, you, you are you are a fool if you <laughs> you do it because you love people. You love helping. That you do yes. it because you love fitness and you love CrossFit and you want to help people's lives. Like that's why you open an affiliate, not because you want to get rich. And you can make a living at it. You make a good living. Yeah, at you can make it, a, you can make a really good living at it. You can. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, but you know, you're not retiring at 25 and training for the games for the rest of your life. Like, you know, it ain't big, it ain't big tech money. That's for no, sure. It's hard. No, it's hard. And it's hard work. It's like crazy hard work. What they got to put in, you know? Well, and I think they got to put really... up with guys like you. Well, oh, there's that's, that. the, that's the worst there's part. That. That's far and away the worst part. Well, I think what's hugely important is this conversation. And you just saying, if you don't own an affiliate, you have no idea. And so you, Dale, being in the position to be the liaison between other affiliate owners in the home office is like, like beyond important. Like I couldn't do that job because I have no idea. I've been coaching for a decade, but I don't know the logistics about owning a business, even though I consider myself a fairly good communicator, like Mm -hmm. I am not right for that role. So I think putting someone like you in that role and, and several yous around our country and around the world makes a huge difference when it comes to relaying those messages to people who you know, are providing whatever resources, relief. I don't know what the affiliates are asking for, but like if, if you didn't have that position and that perspective, then you would never be able to get the point across. All right, Nikki, let's take a quick break from our conversation with Dale and talk about our other sponsor, Gooder. Oh, I'm very excited to be bringing Gooder into the fold. You know what's funny is like John and I have been wearing Gooders for like a really long time without ever being sponsored by them. So I I kind of feel like when they were like, hey, are you guys looking for podcast sponsors? We were kind of like, oh, we're ready. Yeah, we we already love you guys. (laughs) I have two Um, pairs, two pairs already. 
Um, I have like three. It's kind of embarrassing because this is the thing. Like I can't, I really like nice things. Like I have like fancy purses and like designer shoes and stuff. But with sunglasses, I always just throw them into the nice designer purse. And inevitably, like I, I don't want a pair of sunglasses that's like super expensive or super fragile, or I can't wear them the majority of the time I'm outside, I'm like working out. So that's why I have like maybe three or four or five Mm. pairs of gooders because they're just like, they are an awesome price point and they're durable and they have that like no slippy grippy thing that goes on your nose right here. So you can wear them when you work out. I like them. I've always liked them. Well, I like them besides the fact they make me look pretty. I, uh, you know, me, I I love me. I love raising money for charity and that sort of thing. And so they're, they're hundred percent carbon neutral, which is cool. Uh, they're members of 1% for the planet, which we've talked about before, which is, we love 1% for the planet. Very cool. So 1% of their annual gross sales goes directly to environmental nonprofits, uh, which I think is very cool. Like, you know, it's not something companies have to do companies that want to do, do it. And, I think that's great. And they make you look pretty. They, you know, like, and they give 30 day free returns. So if you don't think they make you look pretty, send them back. You know, if you don't love them, send them back. But um, also cool. as a, as a marketing nerd, their brand and their brand voice is like so fun. Right. Um, so like sponsor me, but also um, hire my ad agency gooder if you want, because we would do a lot with your brand, but no, in general, like they're just, they're really fun. If you go on their website, like even just like the names of their glasses are like hilarious. So have yourself a good old time. I like that the all black ones, like black frames, black shades, black um, lenses are called a ginger soul. Perfect. For Perfect for you and your family. I so- know. I know. So you can get 15% off, right? So we got 15% off the entire order at gooder.com. So gooder has the unusual spelling, G-O-O-D-R.com. And then what's our code, Nikki? It is M-P-G-A-1-5, M-P-G-A-15. So that'll get you 15% off uh, at gooder.com. So go get them. Your face will thank you. (laughs) We will thank you, but your face will really thank you. (laughs) Yes. So, all right, with that, uh, back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead, John. Sorry. What, what do you, I mean, you're running an affiliate, like you're tied to the affiliates. And I think CrossFit's now, obviously now trying to give back more value to the affiliates. And I think that's been kind of the argument for the last, as long as I can remember. People going, what do we get for my 3000 bucks a year? And the new big one is programming. Mm-hmm. That one's kind of exciting, like kind of cool. You know, it's different. Now, granted, it's not going to be free long term, but it's a new thing as affiliate. Or what do you think of it? Like getting this CrossFit of affiliate programming. I uh, I love it. I, I don't know if you you probably haven't had a chance to see it or not, um, but it is a really detailed and thorough program that will make affiliate owners' lives better, and and from a couple standpoints. So. Um, you know, at, at my gym, we take pride in doing our own own programming because we feel like, you know, it helps coaches uh, develop a little bit better. And, and, you know, we like, for example, we have a levy right down the street and we want to use as much local stuff as we can and put our own spin on things. But in order to continue to evolve and be better, you should always be searching stuff out for development purposes. And I've been able to see the last two weeks of it. Um, it to me, it's a much better tool to develop coaches than anything else. Um, I'm a we can nerd out about programming all day long, but it literally can script it scripts out the coach's brief for the whiteboard for every single workout that 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 the cap offers. And that alone will help new coaches out so much more. And I'm just trying to think back to 2010 when I opened up and literally probably should have been arrested for the dumb shit I would put on the whiteboard. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a, like, if I, I wish I would have had this tool to be like, this is what good programming looks like. So as, as the community grows and as affiliates grow, um, this will just be a, a tremendous tool, especially for, for new affiliate owners. 
I like it as we continuously talk about opening up opportunities for people to become coaches and to figure out if this is the career that they want, you know, like newer people who maybe previously hadn't been exposed to the possibility of this kind of career before some of the more recent programs and stuff like that is just another really good resource and training tool and learning tool for them too. Yes. hundred percent. As a frequent critic, or I feel like I get tagged as a critic. I like it. I'm just on the record. I like it a lot. I, I like the consistency of it. It would not bother me at all if it became required as a payment and then in your affiliate fee went from 3000 to 4,800. It would not bother me at all. Of course, I don't own an affiliate. So it's easy for me. Right, to right, 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 right. But, Cue the hate emails that are coming right, in right now. I, mean, I can hear them. <laughs> but, but I do think there's like, you know, when I think of a brand, I was talking to a buddy of mine about this, who's also in finance. And we were talking about all the things CrossFit could monetize and that they very likely will start figuring out ways to monetize the affiliates to earn more revenue and and for the business and, and to better serve the affiliates, not just to make money. Right. And this is one of them. And this is a big one, I think, because you, you know, I think of all those gyms out there that, you know, a $3,000 entry fee to get in is really low, like kind of crazy low. And it's so low. I think we'd be disingenuous to say there aren't some gyms that shouldn't be open. Hmm. Like, you know, you, like you don't have the skill to to Dale's point, like, you're making a lot of mistakes. You're actually hurting the brand by doing stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And I think this programming, like I would, I hope at some point they say, Hey, unless you have a level, whatever, like you pick whatever they pick as kind of the entry for being able to do your own programming, you have to buy this. Interesting. Right? Because it that protects our brand. So if they said, Hey, if you get to a level three, you can do your own programming. But before that you got to pay. You know, so if you want to save the 1800 bucks a year, we're going to charge you, go get your level, whatever. Yeah. I think it'd be smart because it's good for the brand and, it, and bluntly, it's good for the affiliates and good for the, you know, those of us that are customers to know that we're getting good, solid programming with good warm ups and God forbid, and, and good mobility, mobility, God forbid, <laughs> God forbid. and, and I, all that stuff that comes with it. You know? I don't there. That's a really interesting and good point. And I do not. While I do not disagree with it, I also think that there has to be some sort of balance between the major accessibility of opening a gym and what that means for this sort of like rising tide of fitness that we're trying to impart upon the entire world. Like that's the point, the point of CrossFit, the point of our methodology is to bring it to as many people as possible to make a fitter planet and to try and stomp out all of these diseases and to do all these really good stuff. So like, I, I, your points are really solid, John, and I, I want the brand to be protected and I want programming to be good. And I don't want Dale to keep, you know, programming stupid shit from back in 2010. <laughs> um, but I also like, I, I love the accessibility of it. And I love that you don't need, I don't want it to be some barrier of entry where you need more money to open an affiliate because if you have a passion for this and if you're good at it, then it could be your career choice that brings other people in who also don't have a ton of money. And I don't want that to necessarily be a part of it. So I just, I just think that there needs to be some sort of balance. Well, you could subs- they could subsidize that. Yeah, Easy. maybe, you know, to say, Hey, it's going to be 3000 bucks a year. We're going to charge you the 1800 bucks up front. But once you get the level three, we'll back that money out. Like there's a lot of different ways they could figure out to do it, to make it to your point, to make it financially more accessible for people to get in. But I mean, truthfully, even 4,800 bucks a year, five grand a year, like, you know what it costs to open you know, a fast food restaurant. What like, does it cost? I'm always curious. Oh my God. Tens of thousands of dollars, not $5,000. Really? Yes. It's yeah. A lot. Not to mention you have to be able to prove you can actually dice the other difference. You have to prove you can do it. Meaning like you got to show you got experience in the field. They're not just going to give you a McDonald's, you know, you got to prove you can run a McDonald's and go to McDonald's university. They actually have that. And no, yes, they that's do. That's not a thing. It is. Stop a, look it. it up. Google it. It is out there with CrossFit. You just have to go, Hey, I know how to lift heavy shit and I'll give you $3,000 and CrossFit will be like, all right, take the level one. It's another grand. You're in. Let's go pick a name. If the name's not already chosen, we'll probably give it to you. Like it's a great, <laughs> no, you know, right? no, it's a no great business model. It's a great, I will just say 
that naming an affiliate is the hardest part of the entire process. It is so hard to name affiliates now. Like so much is taken and there's so many different rules and there's so many, I have, I have helped open several gyms. (laughs) Naming is the hardest part. The the best part of this is I'm going on that little rant and Dale's knowingly laughing that I'm a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. I can neither confirm nor deny uh, anything you've said, John. Well, it's that's the best. That's what I, that's I should what I say. No, that's Austin. the best John response from now on. That's what I'm going to say. I can neither yeah. confirm well, nor deny any this of is, this. This is the thing I love about Cross. Like I can give you plenty of gripes about CrossFit. The one thing I love about it is the barrier for entry is super low. Yeah. And CrossFit does not breathe down your neck as you're running your business. Like. I love that. Yeah. And and I can tell you, so it's one of those double-edged swords, like give them everything, give them nothing kind of deal. And and the latest push now is like we, our job is to provide as many tools as necessary to the affiliate owners, but no rules. So you want to, you want to purchase, you want to right now, the affiliate programming is free for the rest of the year. You want to purchase it next year. Great. You want to do NC fit next year. Great. You, whatever that's out there, do it. We are not going to dictate what you should run in your affiliate, where your affiliate is. Only provide the best tools out there and let you choose, give you the ultimate freedom to run your business how you want. And and quite honestly, if if it wasn't this way, I would not be a CrossFit affiliate. Yeah, because I respect I'm, I'm that. Completely, I don't want anybody telling me what to do. We're definitely having you back on at some point because I got a whole rant about how that's going to change for you at some point. And we need to, we'll need to hash it out on the air, but tonight's not the night for that. But I'm with you. I am totally. So what is, what's new coming from the affiliates? You guys are giving support. Do you guys have anything new coming down the pipe? Anything you want to share? So depending, do we know when this is going to air yet? Oh, that's the best question you get. You know, shit's about to get good, Nikki, when they ask when it's going to air. Uh, next oh, this is just week. selfishly. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Yeah, um, let's not let's not get you in trouble. But next week, next week. Okay. Well, depending on when next week is, um, we actually have a couple things. We already talked about the Gems Act. Um, one thing I don't know if a lot of people know about is uh, a roundtables program. Are you familiar with that at all? Uh, maybe a little, but are those okay. like the the videos that are going up on YouTube and stuff like that? Possibly. So a few months ago, we just completed a, a pilot programming of roundtables. And, it, and it's kind of developed from a YPO kind of thing to help young entrepreneurs out. And really all it is, is you get into groups of eight or nine other affiliate CrossFit, vetted CrossFit affiliate owners. And I was able to be a moderator on two separate groups. Um, and essentially, you kind of follow a list of questions and you kind of share what's happening in your professional life. And what was more impactful for me is sharing what's happening in your personal life. Um, just because guys are sitting alone on top of their own little islands, feeling they're alone as far as running an affiliate is concerned. And this was the first time in CrossFit history that there was a, a supported standardized program that put them together and gave them the tools to kind of like essentially share struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after struggle, struggles were shared, like sharing best practices. And it was a completely like non-judgmental, non-authoritative, like just open the can of worms and figure out what works best kind of deal. So that was like a, a low-key pilot program. And we're getting ready to to launch that in depth and right right now we're trying to get a thousand affiliates signed up which probably by the time this airs will will be will be well north of that and it's free it's a completely free program it's it's off it's only offered to affiliate owners um so that's one thing we're working on now it's like uh, affiliate group therapy i love it. it it honestly it really is it really is so like for example um well, I'll just get into it. But the, the time that it aired, um, I had a buddy who overdosed. Um, and then the same week, I had another really good friend suffer a stroke at like age 36. 
both of which were instrumental in my gym. Everyone loved them. Great guys. Because <clears throat> uh, I had to be the moderator, so I had to, like, set the tone for, like, how honest do we want to be. So I'm like, well, fuck. All right. Well, let's just see where this yeah. goes. And in the same conversation, a lady talked about her husband passing away inside of their affiliate due to a freak accident. And then another guy talked about how his wife had a miscarriage. And we all said, like, this is the first time like we've said this out loud in a group situation. And you're not like I've not found that anywhere else ever. Because uh, you run in your affiliate, you're thinking, and it's not like, oh, it's a, you know, poor me. It's just that you run a, any business. Like, you don't, who are you going to complain to? No one. Right. No, you're at the uh, top of the ladder. You have to just like so, run the ship. Yeah. And so it, it, it is group therapy. And then once you kind of get all that out, if that's how the conversation flows, but I've also been in conversations to where we spent in-depth time talking about coach compensation how do going back to your earlier point, like how do we build this business to where we can support long-term growth and good paying jobs for a lot of people who, who deserve it. Mm-hmm. And until you get people in intimate settings like that to where they trust one another, um, that's where the real magic can happen. You pay them in fit aid and chalk, right? That's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. everyone I can't knows even, this. Already established, I can't even get shoes. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, you're not getting shoes. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Wasn't on the list. No, no, no. You'll get fit aid and chalk and grief. Those are the three things you get. <laughs> Please make that the next shirt. Yes. Fit aid, chalk, and grief. CrossFit 2021. <laughs> yeah. Those are the those are the three things you get. No, I think that's I think that's rad. As someone who has done uh, group therapy before, I feel like the benefit is you just don't you feel less crazy. You come to a group of people with shared experiences, and like some of the shit you think in your own head, you're like, I'm fucking nuts. Like because I because I feel this way, or because I'm thinking this way, or because I'm reacting to something that happened. And then you have these shared experiences with people where they're going through something doesn't even have to be exactly the same thing, but something similar, and they feel the same way as you, and then you just feel less crazy. And as affiliate owners, like you said, you're the only ones that really understand what you're going through, and so to just have emotional support uh, and, and also, you know, tactical support on like, well, how are you programming or how are you paying your people or whatever? You just Mm -hmm. feel less crazy. You're like, Oh, okay. I'm not alone in this. And that gives me the confidence to do more or to make a decision or to whatever. Yep. hundred percent. So Dale, on a scale scale of one to 10 scale of one to a hundred, how excited are you about team? Some assembly required at the games this year. Dude, uh, it's uh, I'm glad they're getting their time in the sun. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing. Uh, those guys, uh, man, like you talk about, like I want to have a bad day. Like those are my guys that you know gets my head out of my ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm in a very blessed and fortunate position um, to have those guys in my life as a as a matter of perception, as a matter of just being better humans. You know what I mean? Like, and, and now they get to go to the games for the first time ever. And it's only going to get better year after year um, to just watch them compete. Like Logan clean and jerking 225 with one arm. On that. Are you kidding um, me? Like one arm, two and a quarter. Are you kidding me? I told him like he's done. He can't do any like I'm gonna no more. Like he I don't can't. like to deadlift two and a quarter. He's <laughs> going overhead with one arm. I mean, seriously. It's not it's not it's not normal. No. He's he's superhuman. Uh, to, and, and to me, what's more impressive, I did an open workout with him a few years ago. It was something to do with toast bar and to to hold on to a pull-up bar with one arm and knock out consecutive consistent toes bar, I think is more impressive um, than the, than the clean and jerk. Well, you, you made me think of it with all the, you know, the talk of like kind of the group therapy, like the, that group is their, their own group therapy and they just have this wicked dark humor about them. That's oh, even better. oh like, the best. 
Oh, yes. like when we were at Wadapalooza, this is a true story. I was, I was with the group and I'm like standing in the middle of these guys. Right. And it's all of them. And I hear somebody go, Hey John. And I turn around and I don't see anyone. And he goes down here and I look and it's Sean who's a short stature athlete. He's like four yeah. feet tall. And I'm like, bro, you can't do that to me. You can't say down here and make me look that like, no, don't do And he's just laughing his ass off. Like he knew he had just busted me, you know? Yeah. Like you guys are just, you're just mean. You're just oh. mean to me. You know? There's so- also, um, Kevin Ogar is a field rep too. And he will just bring down the entire room just saying nonsense shit to make us all like be uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's if if you know Kevin, like he's he's the best man. Dude, they're, they're um, I met his I met his wife uh-huh. at uh, when we were in Knoxville, and she was exactly the same way. And she was saying some that was just like how she opened her like conversation yeah. with me. She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm the ogar, but I'm the one that can walk." And I was like. Oh, God. <laughs> I love you so much. They they will send me stuff and, and give me the caption and I'll be like, I can't, no, I can't say this. (laughs) No, I can't use like, no, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny to you. And it's funny to me. If I post that, I will get roasted eternally. You can't do that. We'll be talking about how you get your Instagram shut down. I just got how you get blocked by people. Everybody's like, Oh, John makes fun of people that, adaptive athletes i'm like no adaptive athletes make fun of adaptive athletes i'm just passing along their jokes that's all it is like yes there's i i'm so happy for that i you know that i know there's you know a little um quirkiness and who's getting to go and who isn't like yeah there aren't enough people competing in those divisions to bring everyone but i'm really excited to watch logan compete oh yeah And, and and that's what a lot of people it's hard to program and categorize an adaptive competition. Mm-hmm. If, if you look at the Paralympics, like it, it goes as far, like it just looking at a, a, an arm amputee, there's a certain distance from wrist to elbow, elbow to shoulder. Like it's incredibly nuanced and difficult to program these events. So I think, I mean, I can't speak for, for CrossFit and, and why they did, did it, but it's just like, you know what, we're going to do it. And it's, it may not be – no one's going to have the best product year one. And that's why it's always going to evolve and get better. But I'm, I'm super excited. To to me, I'd rather watch those guys compete than, than big dogs any day. I'm 100% with you. I understand that there are people who are not thrilled about all the ways that this hasn't been presented. But I think that this is such an excellent step one. And I am thrilled to see where where it goes. And I am so excited to watch the athletes compete because they are setting a standard. This is a year we're going to remember. Mm-hmm. This is a year we're going to be like, holy shit. They're, they're setting a standard and we are only going to get better from here. Yeah. Together, we are all working on this. And HQ is working so hard on this and and trying to get it right. And I'm not mad that they got it wrong because they're doing it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's not, to me, it's, I'd so rather be here. Agreed. Yeah, I think the effort is going to be better than the result, and the result would be great too. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, you know, and hopefully a couple of years from now we'll have you know like Wadapalooza has already made this you know kind of the standard of what it should look like. So hopefully we'll mm-hmm. get to that of you know what the games will look like of having all the it divisions will. you want there and and all the people that we know and love having them there competing. You know, it'll be fun. I mean, the games was a backyard sponsored by Panda Express not too long ago. Like, right. I, think we, I think we have some room for improvement. It's going to get there. Maybe yeah. Dave will bring, bring Panda Express back. <laughs> Unless he's blocked them. I guess he could have blocked Panda Express at this point. I would 1,000% be on board with some general gows at games. Oh, it would be so good. But I'm also out here eating cereal with half and half. So perhaps I am not the one that should choose the nutrition I'm, standards. I'm bummed we're not going to be at the Tito's booth together this year. Oh, I'll be at the Tito's booth watching. Yeah, watching. Watching. <laughs> well, I think at this point your baby's probably fine. You could have. Yeah. Three, what's the do you, word? Do you, what's the it is have? so funny how many people have said that to me straight up. Honestly, like, yeah, 
it's fine. He's basically done cooking at this point. Like you can just kind of do whatever. I mean, depending on the timing, you may not need to worry about epidurals. Well, look, Dale, he's also probably a ginger. So what's the worst that could happen is a ginger. I mean, you can't feel anything anyway, right? It didn't have a soul. I mean, (laughs) yeah, be fine. Totally fine. Little Axel, Matt Frazier, Brazier, you know, (laughs) can have a beer now. I need everyone listening to this podcast to just pray for me that he's late because I don't (laughs) want to have this baby in Madison. But I did, just in case, pick a hospital to deliver at in Madison. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I totally did. There's a great birthing center. It's like eight minutes away from. Can we we make a deal? The energy center. Have the baby in Madison. You have to name it Cheese Curd Brazier. I think that would be. (laughs) It's probably going to be. It listen to me. He's probably going to be so much more lactose intolerant than Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, Matt's lactose intolerant. How did I know he this? He has a he has a milk protein allergy, so he can't he can't fuck with any. We've tried dairy from every animal. Like he can't take lactate, but like nothing, like whey protein, nothing. Wow. Yeah, so Madison bad. is just lost on him because I know. I've been like counting the days so I can just go get my cheese on. Same. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm yeah. so excited. I'm sad that I can't have my usual spotted cows, but Oh, I was just gonna I was gonna bring that up. Like that's worth going to Wisconsin alone. Right. He can have mine. I'll have his cheese curds. Well, you can go get Dottie's burgers cows. and you can get the cheese curds and there's the ice cream. You know, that's every place you go has amazing ice cream. So there's one pizza place that we always go to before the after party. I can't for the life of me remember it. I'll have to look it up. But they literally make a mac and cheese pizza. Ooh. I'm yeah. in. Sold. So good. So good. <sighs> Sold. All right. Well, Dale, this has been fun, man. Yeah. Dude, thank you. No, I, I uh, John, I, I can't tell you. Uh, I'm not here to kiss your ass, but. No, you should you be. Bring, you should be. You, <laughs> You bring a lot of laughter to people, man. And, uh, it was, it's been great knowing you like you seriously, uh, when you walk by the Mac booth, you were probably the most anticipated, like, Oh my God, that's the make wads great again guy. I'm going to get a shirt that says that meme guy. Cause that's what, uh, that's what people refer to me as now, including the people that block me. Oh, that oh meme. Oh, that meme guy. Dale, Mar- that was like, nicest thing anyone's ever said about john that was really well i figure no one ever says anything good about john so i was (laughs) actually all right so actually fraser referred to me on the podcast with josh and that other dude and he referred to but he referred to me as that meme guy he's like oh that meme guy i'm not sure he wants his name out there and and that's when it occurred to me i'm like i think everybody calls me that meme guy now We should make you a jersey. We'll put it on the back, like where your name's supposed to go. Well, I was considering that. I thought I couldn't I couldn't decide if it would be funny or if people would think that's the most e- egotistical Emma for this ever walked the planet as I'm walking around the games wearing a shirt that says that meme guy, you know? Um I think both options are fine. <laughs> they both be true. I mean yeah, they both I be mean, true, but I don't know. I'm for it. I guess. Uh, I'll, how about I'll wear the shirt that says that meme guy? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one with an arrow that says that meme baby. How about that? Yeah. Could you make a onesie? That would yes. be great. Thanks. It'd be even better. Well, Dale, I appreciate it. It is nice to hear. I don't, I don't honestly don't think about it uh, much. Like I, I like it, but you know, like, like most people, I, I tend to focus on the people that are blowing me up. So I forget that people actually like the page from time to time. So thank you. Well, and the thing is like you care. And if you were just an asshole, it no, like it shows you're funny and you care, man. And uh, that's why I just keep roasting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, what I, what I hope happens is that the affiliates continue to grow and get better. And like the, the things that we're talking about here and the things you're working on continue to build out because for me that's that's the win like yeah i joke all the time i could care less about the games i could care less about competition like this stuff's fun like i like seeing people but but ultimately like everybody else that probably listens to this and the three of us on this call like crossfit changed my life it made me you know fit ish fit ish and healthier than i've ever been and it's helped my dad and my family and all my friends and awesome. I'd like to see more people take advantage of that. And it's only going to happen if these gyms stay open. 
Yep, for sure. And uh, speaking of the games, uh, shameless plug. So for the affiliate owners, one thing uh, my boss, Daniel, has been working very hard on is uh, developing the lounge experience for all CrossFit affiliate owners. So when you, if for every affiliate owner going to the games, there'll be a, a dedicated lounge to them. And it's just a small opportunity to say thank you to those guys in person across the country, put them together inside one room, air conditioning. There may or may not be happy hours, alcohol involved. They'll just have to show up that day. Um, there'll be live panels with Eric and other executives. Um, and for the first time ever, there will be an affiliate owner only workout and barbecue on the competition floor. Oh I believe that. It, it, that'll all be scheduled out. Um, John, with your press pass, I am have no authority to do this, but I'm going to because uh, it would just be fun to kick you out if I can't do it. But <laughs> you're, uh, you're welcome to come up there, hang out, come do the affiliate workout with us. And also, I'm inviting you. Uh, we're doing our own District 9 affiliate gathering September 25th at Rogue Fitness down in Columbus. Oh, so it's two hours wanna, here. Yep. If you want to come down and hang out and just kind of meet with other affiliate owners and see like what an actual in-person gathering looks like and see all the questions going back and forth. Love to have you, Nikki. I would invite you, but you'll probably be preoccupied. I will be there with my two week old. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll come down to Columbus and um, I'll bring an affiliate owner with me. I'll bring yes. Saxon with me. It'd be great. Perfect. Good stuff. So yeah, fun, you guys. This is awesome. Yeah, don't let me forget. You got to message me before that happens and I'll be there. I will. I will. I will. I will. Well, I'll see you at the games too. Oh, yeah. I'm crashing that party. You had me at alcohol. Perfect. You had me at air conditioning. Are you kidding me? You know how hot it can get out there? Uh, are you wearing your heels this year, Nikki? Or are you having to wear flats because of the baby? Um, I'm we'll we'll be lucky if I can put my feet in shoes by the time we get out there. I have not had any like swelling or anything, but everyone says it's coming. So I might just be barefoot on the competition floor. Yeah, well, two years ago when I had my first press pass, I'm on the sidelines and Nikki comes rolling in. And we weren't doing this podcast together then. We were just friends and she would like pop in on the podcast some. So she wasn't, you know, it wasn't our podcast. Anyway, so we're like on the sidelines and she's wearing these like, what are those boots you wear? They got these huge heels. I'm like, what are you doing? They're Reeboks. They were Reeboks. I have have like two or three pairs of Reebok heels. They're so fun. She's like walking around on the sidelines in these heels. I'm like, how are you surviving in this heat? And like all the walking in the heels and she's just looking all- They're sneaker heels. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do the same thing this year, just real sweaty. <laughs> I was planning on wearing my heels, so let's all do it. Yeah. We gotta get we gotta get Noble to make like a platform heel for me. Well, I only Special wear order. heels, so. Oh, those are called lifters. <laughs> they sent me lifters. Thank you very much. Are those those like red, white, and blue ones that yes. you posted? Those are sick. Oh, and they fit great. They fit do so. They? I'll get you a sponsorship, Nikki. They'll hook you up. Okay, thanks. Seriously, all their shoes. Uh, they're not sponsoring us for the record. No, they're not. They're, well, they're kind of sponsoring me, I guess, because they keep sending me shit. <laughs> look, I've worn Innovate since they, they are OG, right? My, Same. My first pair of CrossFit shoes were 195s, the blues, right? And uh, the Smurf shoes. And a few months back, like for whatever reason, Innovate started following me and they're like, hey, we want to send you some shoes. And they, and since then they've sent me like four pairs. Oh, that's so nice. And they messaged me the other day when they, they did their post for the lifters, the red, white, and blue ones. And they are sweet. Yeah. They look and awesome. They send me a message like, Hey, we're going to send you a pair of these. They'll be D in a couple of days. I'm like, that's really nice. Thanks. And so I get the box and it's this monster box. I'm like, what the hell is in here? And it was two pairs of shoes, not one. The second oh. pair were the 300s to get released tomorrow. So <gasps> nobody has them yet. So I have an extra pair of shoes here that haven't even been released to the public Ooh, yet. That's how I can't wait to see them. Oh, they're Miami colors, blue and purple. Okay. Oh, they're swanky. I've never, nap. I've never seen somebody light up so much. Oh, talking about I love shoes, Dale. I love them. I he love does shoes. love shoes. 
But he I love shoes. They fit good and they fit me really good. And it's really kind of them to send them, you know. And uh, no, I feel you. Innovates fit my feet really well too because I have a like a narrow foot. So some of the wider toe boxes don't always work well. Of course, now I think when my feet get bigger, they will. <laughs> but <laughs> I had a pair. This is how old, old school this was. I had a pair of Innovate lifters when they were partnering with Again Faster. Oh, wow. Ooh. Innovate and again, faster had like a co-branded lifter back in the day. And I had a pair of those. They were, they were awesome. I lifted in these today. And you got to keep in mind, my lifting is like, you know, it's old man lifting, but it still was lifting and they fit great. So good. So very happy. Very, very happy. So, all right. That's enough on shoes. We can bore people to death with this. So anyway, Dale, thank you for attending and being on and sharing, uh, Everything's going on with the affiliates. This is a big help to people. My sincere pleasure, man. It's uh, thank you very much, guys.